El Camino People, The Podcast, Episode 20. Hello pilgrims and welcome one more time to El Camino People, the podcast. Today with you, your fellow podcaster and host today, Jose Maria Renard. Today will be a special day because it's the first podcast of 2021, the Sacobeo. And the other day, the Pope told us on the opening ceremony of the Holy Gate in Santiago that this Sacobeo is going to last two years. So we're going to have the second Sacobeo that is lasting two years. This Sacobeo will go from 2021 till 2022. So those for that of you that they are waiting to, to arrive to Santiago, now you have two years to make it possible to get the, the Indulgencia Plenaria. I don't know how to say in English, but that's great news for, for everyone, I guess, you know, for, for Tucson, for pilgrims, for Spain, for Galicia, and for everyone. And today we will be talking about safety, safety in the Camino de Santiago. Even though the Camino de Santiago is one of the safest routes to hike in the world, we still believe that sometimes you may want that extra help that this device, the easy hike, can provide you. Sometimes we may need medical assistance, or sometimes we want our family to be able to track or progress as we go in the Camino, just in case something happens. Because, you know, sometimes things happen in the Camino and we have to be aware. And now with the new health situation worldwide, I think that it's mandatory for all of us pilgrims to take care of each other as best as we can. So we will be talking with Remy and with Sofia about the device. They are entrepreneurs and they also have a guest house in Portugal called the Emilia Quest House. I hope you enjoyed this talk and we will be back next week. Hi everyone and welcome to El Camino People, the podcast. Today we have our first, I have to say it's the first uh, podcast that we have two, two people invited to us. We have uh, Ramin from Libano and we have, oh my God, I'm horrible with names, Suzanne from Portugal. Yeah. Sofia, I'm horrible. I'm I'm horrible with names. Um, you know what is the worst thing? I know your nickname on Instagram, but I mix it up with the names. I know so many so with so many pilgrims because I'm always you know we always have that connection to Instagram. I forgot the names, but I know your 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 nickname on Instagram. I'm Instagram. sorry for that. Okay. So how are you going, guys? How's everything going? Oh, all is great. All is yeah. good. We're we're trapped. Hopefully by the time people hear this podcast, everybody will be out of the house. That's True. that's what we can hope for. Right now, you know, we are in April, but uh, I guess, you know, that hopefully by the time this will release, we will be all walking the Camino and, and having fun and enjoying the Camino again. Yes, hopefully. Absolutely. So yeah. let me introduce you to these two pilgrims. Uh, one is from Portugal and the other one you are for, from Lebanon. How did the how did that someone from Lebanon, you know, fell in love with the Camino? How do you discover the Camino, Ramin? How what was what is your story with the Camino? Uh, to be very honest with you, uh, I watched the movie like a lot of people the way a couple of years before doing the Camino, and uh, every like maybe three four years before I did the 2016 French Way. And every year I feel that I want to do it. And my friends tell me, you're crazy. It's, it's long. It's hard. Don't do it. 
until one year I decided that I'm not going to listen to anybody's advice. <laughs> Bought my tickets, my shoes, my backpack, a couple of things. Not well prepared, to be honest, and planned to do the long, the longest path. I mean, the French way complete. It was crazy because I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't fit for it. I didn't really know how hard it is. I didn't buy any uh, books to see elevations and so on. So the first 15 minutes from Jean Jean-Pierre de Paul was uh, was. The, but what went into my mind is what did I do? What did I do? I feel I'm going to die. I have to figure out how to go back to Lebanon with my tail between my legs. <laughs> you know? Until I reached Roncevalles and uh, um, I said, no, 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 there's no way I can do this. There's absolutely no way. And took two Advils. I slept, woke up in the morning and I said, I feel okay. Maybe I'll try one more day. So this is the story of, uh, of the French way. That's how it started. And that, that was at the, the beginning of your love for the Camino with Advil and, and a challenge. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I did another one in Porto, from Porto in 2017. And uh, I passed through Vienna, mm -hmm. the Costello, and uh, this is where I met uh, Sofia, and we became friends, and um, um, went back to the went back to Lebanon. Uh, I had a business trip to U.S. Then we decided Sofia was planning to do it, and uh, we decided to to do it again. Sofia, if you want to elaborate. Yeah, yeah, I will, because uh, it's interesting that uh, by that time I was working in a hotel reception. And Let me uh, stop you right there. But what was your connection, Sofia? Like, you're from Portugal. You live in yes. Viana do Castelo. Yes. And Viana do Castelo, for the ones that don't know, is in the Camino Portuguese in the coastal. It's a beautiful yes. city. Have you walked the Camino before or when did you, you know? After. 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 So you haven't walked yes. the Camino till then. No, uh, I was always watching some friends posting pictures about the Camino. Oh, and I was thinking, oh, I wish I could do that. How can I do that? Maybe one day I will. Mm -hmm. And I was keep thinking about this. So when uh, when Rami stayed in a hotel that I was working in, uh, this magic happened. Uh, in that day, on the day that he did the check-in, uh, after my work time, I bump into him in the streets because Vienna is a very small city. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, third, uh, the third time I said, okay, I will stop everything I'm doing and I will show him around. So I parked my bike because I always uh, ride bike in the, in the city center. Mm -hmm. And I, I show him uh, the, the river, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that day? Of course, of course. <laughs> it was amazing. And then in the, um, the next day, he, we talk a bit before he leave. Um, we change our numbers and we keep talking by WhatsApp. How are you? How are you feeling? And uh, the, the friendship started like this. And uh, maybe one month later, uh, I said, how crazy are you? Okay, do you want to elaborate now? 
how crazy are you? I said, I'm born crazy. So, so that was the question uh, right away. How crazy are you? No, because I'll tell you why crazy. It's because I finished the first Camino in September, in October, yes. and uh, early October, and then dropped my backpack at home, uh, fixed my suitcase, went for a two or three week trip to the US. I had a long trip in the US. And then on the way back, uh, she sent me a message, how crazy are you? And I said, I'm born crazy. It was, I think it was a Tuesday. And uh, she said, would you do the Camino again? And I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I'm thinking, talking to myself, are you crazy? Like me, Rami, are you crazy? I said, yeah, I am crazy. So back to backpack again, flew back to Portugal and we did it again. In uh, end of October, I think. 22. Of October. 22. 22 October. So that yes. was like two Caminos within 60 days. <laughs> mm, not bad after your first Camino experience with pain and Advil. I'm like with the lady that it welcomed you to the hotel. You decided to walk a Camino because she just told you that you were crazy on WhatsApp. And, and there was another reason also. There was another reason. It's because I like to do travel photography. Mm -hmm. And I like to do landscape photography. And when I did the first, when I did the the, port, the Portuguese, the first one, the Portuguese in uh, September, I had with me a small uh, Sony camera. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I wish I had taken my uh, uh, full frame uh, 5D. Okay. So now, now the, the question comes from amazing. a photographer: Are you Nikon or are you or are you Canon? I'm, no, I'm a, I'm a Canon dude. Okay, another <laughs> one of those. <laughs> so, I, I said this is the opportunity to do the path again and to document mm -hmm. the coastal path with a wide-angle lens. I limited myself to one lens, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and that was really an, um, one of the... Uh, key reasons why I decided to do it again, you know, although the weight was a lot because the 5D with the with the wide angle, I think it was like four kilos. Yeah. So, yeah. With, so with that particular lens, so it was like too crazy. But I said, "What the hell? I'm going to do it." And we took amazing pictures. And amazing. The plan, the plan was just like this: to do the Camino with a yeah. good camera, and that's it. But, but. If you notice, uh, 22 October 2017, it's exactly one week after the fires in the north of Portugal and Galiza. Do you remember? Yeah. So I'm just by talking this, I'm having goosebumps because we are not expecting that scenario. Mm -hmm. We walked uh, a lot um, in the middle of the for of the of a burned forest. Yeah. So we have pictures of this also. And uh, while we were walking, we, we started having, having some ideas. Mm -hmm. One of them was to um, turning these pictures into a clothing collection. Mm -hmm. Because I have a brand, uh, so we launched a, a collection with pictures uh, high resolution pictures about uh, this Camino, the coastal. 
Another one, we started to pay attention to the needs. What if we get lost because we got lost? <laughs> yeah, many times. Keep going. Yeah, so uh, basically we started, uh, uh, we started thinking uh, about the needs and I'm I'm an entrepreneur by uh, by by profession. I've never had I've never was employed uh, ever since I was in the university. So I'm 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 I always had different companies like a serial type of business model, and mm -hmm. uh, and the timing was good because at I was at such a time in my life where I felt I need to do a major change. I need to be away from technology. I need mm -hmm. to figure out a new business where I'm in a totally different environment. I need to be out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. uh, so what could be crazier than thinking of opening a business in Portugal where I'm not even a resident yet, okay? And uh, to start a business related to the Camino, something that we love very much, because I believe that if you start a business with something that you love, you will excel in it, no matter what it is. Totally agree. Even I... if it's do, doing cakes, baking bread, even if you just keep doing it many times and try to keep to perfect it. Uh, so we started thinking about this idea and uh, we did a survey, we did a marketing study, we asked people who did the Camino. Uh, I, I remember that ah, now. I remember that now. You were, you, you, you were part of the survey. You, you replied the questions, right? Yeah, yeah. Remember? I, I remember yeah. that survey yeah. perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now the idea is easy. People can get ideas, but to actually roll your sleeves mm -hmm. and do it, it took us a year to figure out which device, how to do it, which track, which uh, software, how to respond, what's the procedure, and then with the, our mind all the time to simplify, simplify, simplify. You know, how to make it too good to be true, because any successful business you want to market or sell, you have to always think of, it has to be open code, too good to be true, close code. Yeah. You know, it's so we kept. It took us a year to figure out the legalities of it. You know, because of the of the the laws in Europe about privacy, etc., and so on. So we we hired people, lawyers, consultants, and uh, it was a very nice journey uh, from where we had the idea to where we are now. And we were easy. It sounds easy, but it's not. No, I know. And we I, were about to. Yeah, I know from myself how how hard it is. You know, when you have an idea and you love the Camino, and as you say, you know, I'm totally a hundred percent with you. You know, if you want to do something and be an entrepreneur or something that you love, you will succeed. But it, it is hard and it takes time and and it's it's not yeah. an easy journey. And we will see nowadays. You know, even even more than ever. But something as the Camino, you know, something so powerful. I'm like, even, you know, you have a background in, in all technology and communications, but someone from Lebanon standing a business in the Camino Portuguese with someone from Portugal that they met on a hotel. I'm like, that's 
one of the beauty of the Caminos and why I love to do these interviews with you guys because the stories are unbelievable. It is just, you know, something that if you told someone, you know, it seems like a bad joke, you know, one Lebanese and a Portuguese met in a hotel while walking the Camino and suddenly yeah. Easy High Portugal is yeah. born. Is the magic of the <laughs> Camino. Yeah. And we were, we were ready to start, uh, to start, start because last year we did a, a soft launch mm -hmm. and uh, and this happened. <laughs> Everything is yeah. cancelled. I know. Right now, we are all, you know, this been already a month of, of the Camino being closed in Spain. We are, you know, we don't know what this is going to be open again. But I guess, you know, it's giving time for all the people that is in the Camino to, to think, you know, next year is the, the Sacobio and how we're going to go to the Sacobio, what else, you know, we can do. And, and getting all these connections that I guess for you guys it was the same. Like we be, we know each other since I did my Camino and I went to Viana do Castelo and I asked you and you tell me what to visit there. Then we start talking with you, yeah. Ramin, the same. We follow on Instagram where we never met. And now yeah. finally we have the time to talk, you know, and put our minds together and, and work for the best of the Camino. No? And thinking, you know, we always people talk about the pandemic as something so bad, but I want to see the, the bright side of, of meeting people like you and getting of to course. know each other. So... True. So tell us, ask you know a little bit more about what is what is Easy Hike, you know why finally this this was the idea that you guys planned because as you say you know us lovers of the Camino and entrepreneurs I guess you are like me you know you have a book full of ideas and and projects and businesses that can be developed in the Camino and other places but why you both you know you decided to go for for the Easy Hike. Um, uh, Sofia, you want to explain or do you want? No, no, no. Uh, my tip okay. was. My tip was that we were rocking and we started uh, looking at the needs. What we need. And I think, you yeah. know, I, I do usually coaching for entrepreneurs and I do and I help, you know, doing classes and stuff like that. And that's one of the things, you know, you always need to look for the, for the need. And even people, you know, there's yeah. a lot of people and you have to be a pilgrim first to look for the needs of the pilgrims. Of course, of course, of course, definitely. And, um, and this is something that I love to do. Which uh, and which is basically to find a need in any type of. I mean, if somebody has the bandwidth in their mind to start a new business, and if you start looking carefully at the way we live and start looking for problems that people are not realizing that these problems exist, and you build a, a service or a product to solve that problem, this is a recipe for a successful business. Totally. Uh, and it's uh, the chances of success is much higher than inventing something because sometimes you invent something and you are a bit ahead of your time or delayed in time it's very hard to invent something and to and to hit it at the right spot uh, uh, in the market so it's easier to it's easier to find a need for a problem and understand the problem. We yeah. found it, you know, because people will get lost. This is a fact with all the yellow arrows because one tends to zone out. You know, you're walking mm -hmm. straight and you zone out and you miss an arrow. Totally. And, uh, and definitely, and there are other things that the older people get in life, the more they worry. Mm -hmm. When you I mean, both of you are young, but I remember when in the 20s, we think we will live forever and nothing will ever happen to us. <laughs> and, and the older we get, we start to have more reasoning and 
we start the the what if hmm. uh, sound gets louder. So definitely, there is a what if factor uh, that we thought we want uh, senior because we saw a lot of senior pilgrims. Mm -hmm. Super happy that they did the Camino, but I'm sure there was a barrier to decide should I do it or am I too old for it. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to cross this barrier by saying that we are next to you, we are with you, we are holding your hand, just keep the tracker in your pocket. That's it. And for me, you know, I think a lot, a lot of times you. about that, you know, with my mom or, you know, people that I see, you know, if, if I'm from, from, you know, being from Spain and sending your mom to, to the Camino, you are on a, you know, on a five, four, six hour drive if something happens. But yeah. what if I live in the US? What if I live in Canada? What if I live in South Africa, Australia? And my dad, my mom, my sure. daughter goes to the Camino. I'm like, it's something that always comes to my mind. You know, that safety that will give you because, you know, having a phone, finding an, a, a local phone at the, in Spain is not that easy. Sometimes it's, you sure. know, you need to get a new phone because it's blocked. All that situations is just... And we see, you know, in the Camino has happened. You know, I live in Pamplona. It took me once I have to take a guy to the to the ambulance because he was riding a bike and he got into the accident. One time the phone, they found a, a pilgrim that was dead, you know, on the side oh. of the Camino. He got yeah. lost. He was old, you oh, know, heart attack. Yeah. So these things happen in the Camino. And for a lot of people, you know, we still have to remember that probably the Camino is the safest place in the world to be a backpacker. I don't think there is mm -hmm. any place, you know, all the Caminos, Via de la Plata, Portuguese, French, all of them are probably the safest place. Even as you are a woman, you know, traveling alone, alone as a woman in the Camino is probably the safest place in the world to travel. But still, there are some things that, you know, we need to be careful and, and can happen. Like in, even if you, you know, how many people die in their houses taking a shower? It's just... True, true. It can happen. But if you can put all, all those, you know, help devices out there, I'm like, we need to do our best to do everything as safe as possible. Exactly, exactly. So just to, uh, to share with uh, all the listeners... Uh, just as a summary, so basically, it's a device that we provide on lease. So nobody has to buy any hardware because they have no use for it later. Mm -hmm. We want to keep the cost down. So it's a device that we provide on lease for 30 days. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, when people finish their Camino, can leave it at any Correos uh, office. Mm -hmm. We have an agreement with Correos. And the device has a panic button. If there, anybody has an emergency, they press the panic button. It works as a phone, so they can actually talk on it. And if they press the panic button and uh, and we can start a conversation and say, are you okay? You don't have to press anything else. Mm -hmm. uh, and based on the response or no response, we send the help to that location so from the nearest police station or the fire department, or an ambulance, as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. So this is this is basically what the device is for. And uh, I just want to elaborate that it also works as a, uh, as a phone where you can call three numbers, unlimited calls on the path. I I, I want to add something that is um, something that uh, some people ask. That is yeah. why why a tracker? I can do that from my phone. I know that's kind of like. And uh, Rami is the, the techie <laughs> part of this business. <laughs> he will explain why. 
Because, uh, because number one, I noticed that uh, when you have a phone on the Camino, you will be always chatting with your friends on WhatsApp and listening to Spotify or your music. And um, very high chance that by uh, early afternoon, your battery is dead. If you're not careful and carrying a power bank, etc., and so on. Mm-hmm. What we're doing is something that cannot be replicated with a phone, which is if you have a problem, the device is connected to a call center 24-7. When you press the panic button, somebody is going to react and send help right away. Well, this cannot be done from the phone as easy as that. Mm-hmm. And then you have the language barrier. Uh when you're talking with somebody uh, in Spain, I noticed that English is a language problem, especially in the small villages, mm-hmm. if you do have a problem. Um, and and then the idea that if you're getting lost, we can help you get back on track. Because it's very frustrating if you are alone and you're, get, and you're lost. Mm-hmm. And it starts to rain. You know, like it's, uh, it's a bit psychedelic crazy. Hmm. If one has a bit of paranoia and uh, you get lost and it's raining or too much wind and you feel you really need somebody to guide you or dark, you really need somebody to guide you. Yeah. And I guess one of the things... And one more thing that I think is uh, super uh, important to talk is that when you are doing the Camino, how good it is to forget the phone. I think that... I mean, forget to put it on, on the backpack and that's it. Or yeah. just use it to take some pictures yeah, and be disconnected. I think that's the beauty of yeah. your device, you know, is this, the simplicity. You know, all these, you know, there is apps that track you in the, the phone. There is apps that will do the, the same. They will do the advice or whatever. But the simplicity of not having to install anything, knowing that it's going to be working all the time, knowing that it's just one device that works alone. It doesn't have to be, you know, charged every day. As You, you know, it can run up to, sure. what, three, two, three, four days, you know, going, yeah. you know, probably. yeah. Plus, plus, uh, some with the phone you will um, you will call to parents, family to say that you are okay. But with this device and this technology, the software allows us to share a URL with uh, our loved ones mm-hmm. to know that we are moving and okay. They just right. need to click on the on the on the on the link mm-hmm. and know where we are. We are okay. We are moving. I'm like, that's amazing so because, for example, yeah, for my mom, you know, if I run one day out of battery and I can make a call, I'm like, right now, how hard it is to find even a, a pay phone, you know, on the streets or in a bar. But, you, you know, your family, as you say, you know, go to the website. Oh, he's moving. He probably run out of battery. So I will contact him, you know, in a while. That's yes. Yeah. Yeah. And probably you will, and also you will be able to call your mom. Okay. Because yes. we, can, we can program of numbers for people who will be able to call the device if you want you know because it works like a phone but without a dial without yeah. a dial uh, no, but just to... if you want if if you want to call your daughter on the path you will be able to call your daughter if you want even if her phone is dead for example wow so that, that that's an extra layer of you know being sure that your loved ones are going to find a way to contact you any yes. way possible. Exactly. Even even if you're no phone. software, true. No software, no apps, 
zero learning curve. There is a zero learning curve. To sign up to the service, when you open a ticket from the box, you press number one, somebody will answer, and somebody will ask all the questions to sign up to, to connect the device to you, to the pilgrim, and, uh, and uh, the guy, the person would say, okay, we have everything, buen camino, enjoy your journey. So nothing to fill, no, no forms to fill. Mm -hmm. Also, one of the things, you know, I always ask a lot of people now, you know, even with the virus and more, I'm like, is the, the, the insurance, you know, in Spain, we have a great health system. In Portugal, you guys have a, a really health system too. Is that included with the device or that's something extra that, you know, the people need to add on top? Uh, due to legal, uh, we did a lot of research and we talked to a lot of uh, um, uh, insurance companies last year. We were trying as much as possible to um, think of an insurance policy that will cover a month. And it was close to impossible to find a company that will be adventurous enough to do mm -hmm. something like this. And we were not able to. So to keep the cost down, we're just asking that everybody who's doing the Camino make sure that their health insurance policy covers what they are doing mm -hmm. okay this is the only requirement that the the health insurance should cover their trip mm -hmm. we cannot be responsible for that we will send the right ambulance the right medical team for any type of emergency but they should have the proper uh, um, medical insurance policy cover for that like the, the device easy hike doesn't cover the that ambulance it's just making the call for the ambulance the, the ambulance and whatever charges will be cost of the pilgrim yeah it, um, yes but as i as i understand that if somebody calls 112 in mm -hmm. in uh, in port in spain mm -hmm. it's it's free of charge it's free of charge yep yep all so the basically the, what we do we call 112 and we give them the complete profile of the person, mm -hmm. any medical condition they have, which is asked to during the sign up, any medications that they take regularly, mm -hmm. okay, and we give them the exact location where they are. Wow, that's yeah, that's all they need to be able to, to take the, the, the old information. With all of that, is that they will be right there in, in no time, exactly. Exactly. Also, what else can you tell us? I'm like, you know, for people right now, I'm like, for me thinking, you know, uh, how do I charge the device? Is it uh, waterproof? Uh, how big it is? How much does it weigh? Where should I have to carry it? What other, you know? Uh, the device is um, as big as the small Nokia phones, the small ones. Like the old 3210, the 3210s and all of those, yeah? yeah. To so play a snake? Something like that. Exactly. Yes. The snake. It looks like that. Does it have any games or no, the device? No, there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's, no, there's a tiny screen, no games. <laughs> and uh, you, it's charged, uh, you can charge it overnight with an included charger, uh, clip charger. And what's, what's interesting is that we can even remind somebody to charge it if the battery is low and they're not charging it because hmm. we can see the status the battery of level. each battery, the battery mm -hmm. level. So we can remind people to charge. Like if it's two days and they're not charging it on the third day, we say, dude, please 
when you get charge to me. The Alberta charge tonight, me. Charge the device. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how much does it weigh? I'm like, it's you know, it's something that you know, it should I be. I would say hundred grams. Hundred grams. Um, yeah. 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 Max. Yeah. yeah. Max hundred grams. It's waterproof. It's uh, foolproof. It's if you drop it on the ground, it's uh, it's a hardy device. And if it senses a fall, it sends a signal to us. So if somebody falls, we will call, say hi. Are you okay, Are you or, okay? Or, or you just yeah. drink another beer too much, or just walking a little <laughs> too fast? I guess that's nice because yeah. a lot of people they don't realize, you know, you know, I'm like for you know people on healthy and everything, but if you know someone that is elder um, can fall, can break a bone, and the Camino, anything can happen, as we say, you know, before yes. it's safe, yeah. but. But I guess they, they, to cover, you know, the, all these things, I guess you tr guys tried it all. And, and as you say, you walk the Camino, so you are both pilgrims, so you know what is the Camino. Exactly. Regarding health, I want to say something uh, I forgot to mention. With the Easy Hike service package, you also get access to something that we did, uh, giving you access to doctors over video call 24-7. So basically, you wake up at night, give you a scenario. You wake up at night at uh, 2, 3 a.m. and you're feeling this uh, uh, pain somewhere, mm -hmm. you know? And you would feel much better if you can talk to a doctor right now. Hmm. Now, on the Camino, if you're in a tiny village somewhere, this is close to impossible at 3 a.m. in the morning. Even, 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 even during the day, some of these villages in the summer, you know, the, the doctor will go there on Mondays or just on Wednesday. That's, you know, something yes. that, that people don't get that yeah. in Spain, you know, that things can happen. Exactly. So imagine the beauty of grabbing your phone, running an app, picking a doctor on duty. You can see their, their qualifications mm -hmm. and clicking to talk to that doctor and not having to pay anything and oh. the doctor will listen to you ask you questions and if needed give you a prescription now if it's an emergency the doctor will say it's an emergency and we will arrange to send the ambulance but some most of the time it's not an emergency mm -hmm. and you would tell you do this to that uh if it's, it's a swollen ankle a swollen knee that looks bad, he can give you some advice what to do and so on. And the mere right. fact that you talk to a doctor, you will feel better. And there is there is something very important that is when you pick the, the doctor, you will pick the doctor who speaks your language. Because we know that in Spain there is this issue with, uh, with uh, English, right? Mm -hmm. Not everybody speaks English. Yeah. Especially in the in the small villages. Yeah, and also medical, you know, some of the doctors may be able to, to chit chat, but to explain, you know, a part of the body or some kind of like pain men or some kind of med that you use in your own country. Yeah. As you say, for example, Advil doesn't exist in Spain. So it's for something yeah. that for foreign years, you know, we are so used to, if you travel abroad to, to think about Advil or brands or whatever, that information will give you access to to a doctor that will know what you need and, and specify something like that. No? I guess all this connection will have to be done through your phone, through an app or a website. Now this one, the medical one, it has to be done through the mobile phone uh, because you are actually talking to a doctor on a, on a video call like we're doing now, like Skype. Uh -huh. So you know that you are actually, uh, you're feeling uh, vulnerable, you're feeling uh, scared. Mm -hmm. There's a person talking to you. 
and uh, telling you uh, to uh, try to understand what's going on. And the camera could be useful because uh, you could show the doctor uh, something, mm -hmm. uh, not just by by talking. Mm -hmm. And 90% of the cases, medical cases, are solved like this because most of the time we go to see, we take an appointment with the doctor, and uh, uh, with a conversation we can, the doctor can understand the right questions, what's going on, and give advice at least to to the next level. Mm -hmm. So we're including this with our Easy Hike uh, package. There's nothing extra to pay. It is we're giving this protection for 30 days. That's amazing. So I guess right now it's like what you know for the people that is gonna do the Camino. What will be the steps you know for for getting the device or how is the easiest way or how do you guys manage to send it? Do you send it to their house? You know wherever they are coming from. Do you send it to to the albergue to the hotel? And also what they kind of like, do they have to do anything during the travel or just once it's finished in Santiago, just send it back? Uh, so basically what we did, uh, we have a multi, uh, uh, multiple approach to provide the tracker. The easiest one is that we are very proud of uh, making an agreement with Correos Spain, <laughs> where they gave us access, preliminary access to put our device uh, uh, in stock at 10 Correos locations on the pass. So we're going to start doing that uh, and pick the uh, most popular 10 locations in Spain to put mm -hmm. our device. It will be in a, it will be, it was supposed to be this year in a nice stand where you can pick the box, look at it, pay for it, and uh, just activate it and use it. It will have a little envelope where when you finish, you put it back in, in any Correos uh, uh, office. And we also, uh, if somebody uh, buys uh, the service online and lets us know ahead of time, where are they going to start? Where are they going to sleep on the first day? The package will be ready for them there. So I guess, you know, it's a, a, whatever you need it, whenever you need it, it's going to be there for you because the, the Camino Correos is everywhere in Spain also in the main Caminos, exactly. and if you're not going to be walking one of the Caminos, just get ahead in touch with you guys and you will send it to the, the first location or to the guy or whatever yes. you know you will feel suitable for, for exactly. each, each pilgrimage. Yeah. Exactly. Last year, last year we did this with, uh, with our first clients. Yeah. Um, because we were not working yet with, uh, with Correos. Mm -hmm. So last year uh, we, we, we sent the, the package to the, yeah, the first to, to hotels. So, to hotels. so that's amazing and for. We want to do also agreements. We want to also do agreements with uh, with uh, Camino uh, organizers because mm -hmm. there are many Camino organizers who are doing uh, a trip with all the bookings. Mm -hmm. uh, so we also want to do deals with them to uh, as a channel. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things you know that surprised me because when you look at all these you know services, is people will be thinking, you know, what is the price? I'm like usually you know the ones that I know they're expensive. All these trackers, you know, if you people are you know backpackers or they are skiers, when you carry on your Strava or when you carry all these kind of devices, are super expensive because at the end it's you know high end tech quality. But the price on your device is not expensive at all for the price for the money it is. I'm like, tell us guys what is the price and and, and because people I think are gonna be really surprised. 
So basically, uh, what we wanted to do is to make sure that the price is too good to be true. Mm-hmm. You know, to be a no-brainer. A uh, two-second decision. We don't want people to think, if people are going to think a lot about yes, no, yes, no, then it means we didn't do our job right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we made we made sure to optimize the operation so much uh, where the price is low and it's going to be 69 euros to give you all this peace of mind for 30 days. Wow. I'm like, if you make the numbers, it's just two euros a day. So I'm like, that's a beer in Spain every day exactly. for the safety and the, and the peace. It's, it's a no-brainer. no-brainer. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I wouldn't. I, I don't want to finish also because I know that you know you yourself, as you say, you know, Rami, you're an entrepreneur. You have a couple of companies, but the only one related to the Camino is is High Camino. The other ones are more technological. But you, Sofia, you have your clothing brand. Tell us a little bit about that clothing brand because <laughs> I think you know that is also a great moment for you to to tell us a little bit more about about that. Uh, yeah, I have this uh, clothing brand since 2000, 2013. Uh, because I, I always worked with uh, with fashion, uh, so I, I had by that time I had uh, my own shop, and uh, it wasn't enough for me. So I decided to create my own brand, and um, every year I launch um, a new collection relate with exactly with pictures printed on fa- uh, fabric, mm-hmm. but usually is uh, related with uh, my hometown traditions but uh, in 2018 we me and rami we we launched this one related with the with the camino with the pictures we took during our journey and it's something that i really like to to do it makes me happy yeah i guess you know that's what you say when you do something that you love now that brings and bring into two love passions like camino and clothing so as everyone you know if you want to visit and like the the website for you guys is achike.pt mm-hmm. for the achike and your i will put your both because rami your your f- pictures are amazing and i think everyone's you know if you are a lover of photography you have to take a look of your yeah. of your instagram profile so that will be on the on the podcast notes and for you sophia i will put the the, the link to your to your site also on your clothing brand Oh, so people can enjoy it. So anyway, I hope that we can see soon, you know, each other very soon and, and that we can walk again the Camino and, and that we can do, of course, great things together for, for the, you know, for the well-being of all the pilgrims out there. Okay. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. so as we say out for there, now, you know, for now, Buen Camino and Ultrella, that's all we can say and, and just we'll be waiting for and this. stay safe. And stay safe and stay at home. That's one of the yes. things, you know, right now, stay at home. Now, right now, you don't need the tracker. true true thank you so much for your uh, for your time and for uh, allowing us to speak about uh, our passion and our easy hike we want to thank you a lot thank you guys for for you know for coming in and 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 to taking the time and and you know as as we say you know all the camino lovers we are there we are for the same reason to make the camino you know a great big family community and that's what it is and and you know and and now more than ever is the time, you know, as I say, we are going to need the Camino more than ever. We're going to need to, to go out there and, and walk more than ever. And, you know, with all of, of the stuff that we pull together, this will be a great year for the Camino and next year will be a great year for the Sacobeo. Okay. Okay, we really hope so. Hope to meet soon. Yes. Yeah, me too. Thank you very bye much. Bye-bye, guys. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.
thanks for listening to El Camino People, the podcast with me, your host, Jose Maria Ordanaz. If you like our show and want to know more, please check elcaminopeople.com and please leave us a review on iTunes, iBox, Spotify, that help us a lot. Keep listening to our stories in every way possible and keep watching our stories on Instagram and also on our Facebook page. And if you like our content, uh, I will be glad if you invite us for a copy. So we created a, a page instead of creating a Patreon where you can, you know, get us a, invite us to a coffee and Patreon, they don't get any fees. So everything goes straight to us and we put everything into drinking coffee so we can provide you with more Camino content. And remember, this is a double sacobeo, so a lot of great things will be coming up for you. So be on the lookout for more information about the Camino Santiago. Till then, Ultreya, buen camino.